take your Bibles in your hand wherever you are. Stand to your feet. Go with me in your Bibles to the Gospel of Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Amen. And I'm going to take you to the end of it. Matthew chapter 9. Let's start with verse 35, 36, 37, and 38. So that's Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 through verse 38. In the New Testament of your Bibles. Amen. Beautiful day out on this day. It's a beautiful day out on this, this day. And so I pray that after the discipleship class has ended, uh, you all would take advantage of this beautiful weather and go out with your families or whatever it is. Just sit out on your front, open your windows or something, and enjoy this beautiful day. Amen. All right, Matthew chapter 9, beginning at verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. This is the word of God for the people of God. I want to preach using the sermon this morning. We are laborers together with God. If you're taking notes, I want to use for a sermon title this morning, We Are Laborers Together with God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord of the harvest, as we come to your word on this morning, give us hearts to believe and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the children of God assembled in the church with us today. Give me the grace to preach your word effectively with power, clarity, and authority under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Speak, Lord. Your children are listening. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord, on this morning. Amen. Thank you. Uh, la last week we... We celebrated the most holy day of Holy Week in the resurrection of Jesus. I think back on Mary's encounter with Jesus as after his resurrection, how Mary lost sight of the greater promise and how Jesus had to divert Mary's attention away from expecting the familiar and told her to go and Give a message to the disciples. For there was still work to be done. Somebody say there was still work to be done. His getting up don't mean it's time for us to lay down. I hope you're listening this morning. I said his getting up don't mean it's time for us to lay down. Because there is still a ripe harvest 
of spiritually lost people in the world. Oh, glory be to God. I know I'm right about it. Many of you know I'm right about it. Many of us have it right in our own homes. Many of us have it right in our jobs. We see it in our communities. We see it when we go out to the stores, to the marketplaces, to the malls, to wherever we go. We see that there is still a ripe harvest of spiritually lost people yes. in the world. All of us encounter this wherever we go. Amen? Amen. And so, so Jesus looks at, looked at the crowds, and the Bible lets us know Matthew, following him and, and referred to them as a field that's ripe for harvest. The time for waiting, church, is past. I don't know what some of us are waiting for, but I hear the Lord saying to us this morning, the time for waiting is past. There are still souls waiting to be saved. I said there are still souls waiting to be saved ready to give their life to Christ if somebody will take the time mm -hmm. and show them the way. Yes. Glory be to God. I, this is a very mm -hmm. simple message this morning. I pray you're listening. It's very simple but very profound. Mm -hmm. There are still souls to be saved that are waiting. Yes. They're ready to give their lives to Christ and I hate to say this or to somebody. Somebody that will save them. And you and I that are Christians, believers, and followers of Christ, mm -hmm. we know the only one that can save them wow. is Jesus. Thank you. But there are some that are waiting to give their lives to Christ. If somebody would just take the time out of their busy schedules to show them the way. My God. Jesus had a lot of sympathy for the spiritual condition of the people. They, they were like sheep, he called them, without a shepherd. They had no spiritual guidance. They had no spiritual guidance. The harvest was plentiful, but the laborers available to work were few. And, 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 and it's so sad that yes. that was then, but it's still taking place today. Amen. The harvest is plentiful. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers that are available to work are few, far, and in between. Glory be to God. And so the people were in a bad situation. Watch this. They either had no ministers at all, or those they did have were as bad as having none. My God. Sometimes it seems like it's, it's just as worse. You'd rather not even to have it than to have it and it's worse than not even having it. Does that make sense to anybody? They had no ministers at all. But the ones they did have were as bad as not having none at all. Yeah. And more concerned with their own things. And they were, they were more concerned with uh, their own things than the things of God. Winning souls to Christ. <laughs> My God. Some seem like that only matters when... They don't have anything else to do. They put the things of God on pass, on, on, on hold, I mean. They put the things of God second and third and, and fourth, and you climb the ladder. Whatever means more to them, they deem to do first. But you are, if you are a child of God, that ought not to be. 
You are a child of God. We are to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Are you listening, church? But 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 we got leaders and, and those who are, are called to, to lead and, and to, to teach God's people and, and, and called to be disciples more concerned with their own things than they are with the things of God. And they're leading people away from God instead of feeding them. When over in Matthew 28, we're commissioned. That's right, not just the pastors, not just the ministers, but if you are a disciple, we are commissioned to go and teach all nations to observe all things whatsoever the Lord has commanded us. And then over in 2 Timothy 2.15, we are commissioned, church, to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. Workmen that needeth not to be ashamed, but rightly, rightly, rightly dividing the word of truth. How are you going to divide what you don't know? How are you going to tell somebody what you don't know? Stay with me, church. We are supposed to make more disciples, whether it's in our country or whether it's next door. If you've got to reach your neighbor, reach your neighbor. you got to meet, uh, reach the person in the dollar store, do that. Amen. But we're called to make other disciples. We're supposed to, to make other disciples whether we're pastors, clergy, or not. Amen. All of us are not pastors and ministers. Amen. If all of us were the same, the rest of us are unnecessary. Oh. Come on, I, I, I think I used to hear Billy Graham say something to that, to that effect. If both of us are the same, one of us is unnecessary. So all of us are not pastors. But, but, but God gave every one of us, regardless to what your gifting is, regardless to what your calling is, your status is, God gave every one of us, if you are a disciple of Christ, if you are a man or woman of God, God gave each and every one of us the abilities that we need to help fulfill the Great Commission. So there are no excuses. Amen. I don't have to be you. You don't have to be me. We don't have to try to be so and somebody else. Are you listening this morning? Because each one of us have been given what we need to help fulfill God's great commission. Amen. Amen. We just have to be all about our father's business. And, and, and we need to know what we're talking about. Yes, Lord. Huh? We need to know what we're talking about. Go ahead, Billy. You say, well, preacher, I, I, don't, I don't know that much. You don't have to know that much. Amen. You may know one, two, three scriptures. Amen. Amen. Teach it to somebody that don't know any. Amen. Glory be to God. And he said, well, I've taught them that. Okay, go find somebody else that don't know any and teach them your one, two, and three. And, and, and then by that time, maybe you have learned another one and then another one. Amen. And so as you will continue to learn, you, the more you learn, the more you can teach. Amen. And the more life experiences you've been through with God, the more you can share with somebody else that's going through something. Amen. Sometimes somebody just needs to hear your testimony. They just need to hear that you made it out and then want to know how you made it out. And you can tell them how you made it out. You can share the gospel of Jesus Christ with Amen. them. You can tell them how he died for your sin yes. and paid the price for your sin. You can tell them how he forgives. If he can forgive me, he can forgive you. You, you can share that. That don't take a, a degree to do. You don't need a degree to tell somebody how God brought you out of whatever it was you were, you were in. You don't need a degree for that. Come on, people of God. We, many of us are making too many excuses as to why we can't witness and share the good news of Jesus Christ. 
You don't need a theological degree. You don't have to go to seminary to tell somebody about the goodness of Jesus. You go to seminary to better your studies so that you can be a teacher, if that's what God is calling, or a pastor, yes, so you can be more equipped to, to, to lead, so you can rightly divide. But you don't need that, that to tell nobody that Jesus saved you. You don't need them to tell somebody that he loves you. Come on. And that he will forgive you no matter what sins you're in. Are y'all listening this morning? We need to know what we're talking about. That, 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 that's why we watch this. That's why we hear over generations in other churches and pastors, we push Bible studies. Amen. Huh? This, this is why we push reading your Bibles, attending discipleship and prayer. We push these things. This is why we push coming to church. But more than anything, we push giving your life to Christ. Amen. You can come to church and still not know Christ. You can come to Bible studies and still not know Christ. You can do all these things and not know Christ. And, and, and so we, we ought to be witnesses of Jesus Christ. How he saved our life. How he made an impact on our life. How he forgives the brokenhearted. How he can open the eyes of the blinds. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying this morning. Glory be to God. How, how, how he can make the lame to walk. The deaf to hear, the mute to talk. We need to be telling people this. It doesn't take a degree to do that. Are you listening? We're supposed to be making more disciples. So you need to know. I need to know. We need to know so we can go. Oh, glory be to God. I, I think I need to say that again. I need to know. You need to know. We need to know so we can go. Amen. The Lord didn't send the disciples out until he first taught them. He taught them, then he sent them out. Glory be to God. But some of you just won't come. You won't study. You won't read. You won't open your Bibles. You're so busy in your own world. But we are laborers together with God. If you are a child of God, male or female, you and I are laborers together with God. We are joint heirs with Christ. We want to, it's amazing how we want to be joint heirs in the blessings. But when it comes down to the service, we're singular. We're doing our own thing. You might as well say amen. amen. Listen, Jesus went out after people. He didn't just sit back and wait for people to come to him. Come on. Amen. At, 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 uh, at a time when it was convenient, he went out after people. For the Bible says, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is Lord. So if he came to seek and save, according to Luke 19, if he came to seek and save that which was lost, how are he going to do that sitting back? How is he going to do that unless he go out? He came to seek and save that which was lost, Luke 19 and 10. Are you listening? Amen. Tell your neighbor you can't seek sitting back. Can't seek sitting. Oh, glory be to God. You can't seek sitting back doing nothing. The majority of people won't come. And, we, and we're seeing this all over the world. You can wait on people all day long. The majority of them will not come. You got to go where they are. Are you listening? Amen. I said you got to go where they are. Into the highways, into the byways. And as, as many as we find, the Bible says, bid them to come. In Matthew 22 and 9. We got to go. Jesus gave us the power and the confidence and the ability to be witnesses unto him. Not just to go out and witness. But to be witnesses. Your life ought to be an example. Mm -hmm. 
of Christ. When people see you, they ought to see something of Christ in you. Amen. Amen. None of us are fully there. I got it. But they ought to see something. You may not be all that you want to be and where God wants us all to be, but we ain't where we used to be, not if you are a laborer together with God. Amen. It's time for us to get off our seats, y'all, and get busy for God. Amen. Come on. He gave us the power. In Acts 1 and 8, he gave us the power. After the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power to be my witness. Come on, church. Mm. Glory be to God. No, we want power just to sound good. We want power just to utter tongues and to sound religious. We want power to make noise. No, power is given to do something. Amen. I'll say it again. Power is given to do something. Amen. Let's take the power that God has given us and let's be witnesses unto him. Not to show what we can do for God, but to show what God is doing in us. You don't need power to show what you can do for God. We need power to show what God is doing in us. See, the power is so the world outside can see what God is doing through us. The power is so that the world outside can see that when we lose loved ones. No, we hurt just like you do. Oh, glory be to God. But we understand that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's how we can still have joy even in sad situations. That's how we can still be happy when things are going bad. You, are you listening this morning? Because of the power of the Holy Spirit that's in us. Amen. He gave us power to be witnesses. Nobody want to be hurt. Nobody said getting hurt feels good. You'd be lying if you say it felt good to get hurt. Nobody wants to get hurt. No, it doesn't feel good to suffer. No, it doesn't feel good to go through trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you, it may not feel good, but it's working out for our good. Mm -hmm. huh? And, and we, we got the power to overcome any obstacle. Yes, we can do all things through Christ. Watch this, who strengthens us. Are y'all listening this morning? Glory be to God. You got the power. Jesus told him to wait here, tarry in Jerusalem. Wait for the promise that I'm going to send you. And after the Holy Spirit come upon you, you shall receive power, dunamis power, to be my witness. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. That's how we can go into, into, into the, 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 the funeral homes and, and to the hospitals and, and see people that are hurting. Yes, we feel and we hurt for them too. But we're not as those who have not hope. We don't lose ourselves. We don't lose our mind and go crazy as if there's no hope because we understand through the power that's on the inside of us. Glory be to God. Amen. See, the preaching of the cross is foolish to them that perish. But to those that believe, it is the power, the power of God unto salvation. God. You've got power in you. I talked about this last week. You've got the Holy Spirit. You've got power. That's how we can stand up under hard times. That's how we can stand up under suffering. Mm -hmm. That's how we can stand up under affliction and oppression. Amen. And what this world is going through. That's how we can stand up under sickness and disease mm -hmm. and COVID. Mm -hmm. That's how we can stand up and we can bounce back. Mm -hmm. And no matter what we're going through, we got the power to show the world, yes, we can overcome this. My Lord, thank you. And so can you. Glory be to God. Yes, thank you. We got the power. Power doesn't mean that it's going to stop things from happening to us. Power simply tells us that when it does happen, God is in it with us. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. 
You got the power to overcome. Huh? Glory be to God. Listen. Until everybody has heard about Christ, the mission is incomplete. Mm. Are you listening? Amen. Until everybody has heard about Christ, the mission is incomplete. Sometimes we want to go, watch this. Sometimes we, let me say it this way. Sometimes where we want to go is not where we need to be. Amen. I said sometimes we want to go where we're not needed. And then there's some places that we all need it. We don't want to go. Amen. Or if, if, if we had old Jonah here, I, I think Jonah could attest to that. Hmm. For whatever reasons, there's some places and people that we don't want to go around. Hmm. Amen. Sometimes where we want to go is not where we need to be. Hmm. And then where we need to be, we don't always want to go. Amen. Amen. But note two things. Only two points. Two things this morning. Note two things. First of all, Jesus commissioned every believer to go. Jesus commissioned every believer to go. That's your first point. Not just pastors. Not just ministers and elders. Preachers. Deacons. Evangelists. He missioned every believer to go. And so he expects, if you are a Christian, he expects every Christian to make other disciples. No excuses. Because you've got power to be his witnesses. Are you listening this morning? This, 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 this is not hard to grasp. This is not hard to grasp this morning. It's really plain and simple. If you are a Christian, a child of the Most High God, a believer in Jesus Christ, God expects you to make other disciples. Second point is this. The word needs to be taught as well as heard. The word needs to be taught as well as heard. Again, the first point, Jesus commissioned every believer to go. The second point, the word needs to be taught as well as heard. Amen. We understand faith coming by hearing, but people also need to be taught to know how to apply what they hear. Are you listening this morning? Say that again. Yes, faith cometh by hearing, but people also need to be taught to know how to apply what they hear to their lives. You hear me say often in generations, Faith without work is dead, right? Word without application is useless. You can have all the words you want. You can know all the scriptures you want, quote, back and forwards. But if you don't know how to apply it, what good is it to you? So the word needs to be taught as well as heard. Preaching proclaims, but teaching explains. So you need them both. I say it again. Preaching proclaims. But teaching explains. You need them both. You need teaching and you need preaching. Preaching feeds you. Huh? Preaching feeds you. But after you get fed, you need to know how to apply what you heard. After you've been fed through the preaching, 
of the word, Amen. you need to know how to apply it to your life. That's right. Huh? That's teaching. Mm -hmm. So you need them both. You need preaching and you need teaching. Look at the world today. Look at the world today. So many people, I mean, I was talking to my wife about this, and we've been talking about this, even to Mother Week, we shared. It, I mean, it's it's like, and now, now Mother watches the news all day. She, she just knows what's going on. She keep up with, with all kind of current events. She just keep up with everything. She just see all, you know, watches a lot of news. I, at some time, I'll say, Mother, I, I can't watch no more. I, I get into a point where I just want to turn it off. You understand? I, I, I just want to turn it off. And, and so... Because it just look every time you look at sometimes it gets depressing. We need to know what's going on, but sometimes it can just get depressing. My wife comes in the same time. She'll come in and want to see news. I said, You just saw the news. We just watched the news. She'll turn it on again. I I, I get listen, I, I want to know what's going on. I, I trust me, I do. I want to know what's going on, but sometimes it gets depressing to keep hearing the same thing over and over again. I want to hear when change takes place. To, to, to let me know when, when something changes. Are you listening? And, and because if you look at the news in the world today, it's so many people unraveling. I mean, people are just going bananas, doing all kinds of ungodly things. Things that just make absolutely no sense. Unraveling, losing hope, looking for guidance and leadership. Like a sheep, Jesus said here, without a shepherd. I mean, it's just like they're just doing anything. And you can tell there's no revelation from God. There's no revelation from God at all. You can tell. And we, we're talking about that over in our discipleship class. And we'll be covering even more of that on the 2 o'clock hour when we talked about this, the intertestament period, the 400 years of silence. There's a reason for that 400 years of silence where there's no revelation from the prophets of God. Are you listening? And so what we're seeing out here today, it's, it's like that time and people don't see it. And, 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 and the problem or what should get your attention is if people aren't hearing from God, who are they hearing from? <laughs> if people aren't hearing from God, who are they hearing from? Are you listening this morning? There are fields of people growing all over the world. Some ready to be reaped. <laughs> but we got to work while it is yet day. The Bible says for night's coming. No man can work. Work while it is that day, church, people of God. Night's coming. No man will be able to work. There's only a short time when they can be reaped. Hear what I'm saying to you. If, if you learn anything from the right of Ecclesiastes, to everything, there's a time and a season. Everything. A time to reap as well as a time to sow. Are you listening? To everything, there's a time and a season. So there's only a short time when they can be reaped. Everybody has a time when they are ready to be harvested. Please don't miss that. Yes. Everybody has a time when they're ready to be harvested. What a shame it would be to leave this earth. Mm, Jesus. My God. And have not been harvested. Mm. To leave this earth and have not the knowledge of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. Jesus. What a shame. What a catastrophe. Mm. What a sad day it'll be to know 
we could have made a difference. We could have done something. Listen, we're still here for a reason. We're still here for a purpose. If, if God just wanted you saved and that was all, then when he saved us, he would have took us home. The minute we got saved, he could have just took us all home. You're saved, done. Your work is finished. So it's clear, church, please, I'm crying out to you. As the prophets of old cried out, I'm crying out to you. I'm not telling you I'm no prophet. I'm just sitting there, I'm saying, as a servant of the Most High God, I'm crying out to you as the prophets of old cried out to people, and they didn't listen then. Please don't make the same mistake. Mm -hmm. Hear what I'm saying to you today. I'm like John the Baptist. I'm just a voice crying in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. I'm just a voice crying in the wilderness. Get ready. The Lord is soon to come. Amen. I'm just laying this out for you. Please don't make that mistake. There's a time when everybody is going to need to be harvested. Don't miss it. Unless there are reapers to go for. Watch this. The harvest will eventually rot out and die. Mm. It will if, listen, if you've got grain in the field, you've got uh, 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 you planted seed and, 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 and in time when it's time to, to be due you don't go and harvest it it'll rot and die mm. right. it, it'll lay in the ground lay in the trees, lay in the grass whatever. it'll rot and die if it's not harvested and so you've got people that are ready to be harvested and, and they're just laying there sitting there in their homes wherever they are, in their occupations on their job, in their careers they're rotting out, dying. They're dying. Just, just. I didn't say you got to go preach down somebody's throat, but, 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 but those of God, listen. So this tells us this. Watch this. Don't miss this. When he said that that they, they, they are those that are ready for ripening, then that means God knows who's His. Amen. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? God knows who's His. The problem is laborers of God are few. I'm saying to you, church, especially over generations, the Lord needs laborers, and he needs them now. Amen. The Lord needs laborers, and he needs them now. He's not slow. Mm -hmm. He's not slow. As Paul said over in the New Testament, he's not slack. As many of you consider him to be slack. God ain't slack. He ain't slow. He's giving you time. He's giving us time. Mm -hmm. Church, people of God, Facebook followers, social media, he's giving us time. He needs laborers, and he needs them now. While there's yet still time, get your house in order. Get your church in order. Judgment starts at the house of God. Get things in order. Are you listening? There's still work to be done. And so Jesus says, pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he, watch this, not the preacher, mm -hmm. not the teachers, mm -hmm. not the ministers, mm -hmm. that he will send forth laborers mm -hmm. into his harvest. Amen. Pray that the Lord will rise up enough laborers to reach generations to come. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. We got one amen. Yes. amen. Pray that the Lord will raise up enough laborers mm -hmm. to reach generations to come. Amen. Glory be to God. I'll leave you with this on this morning. I'll leave you on this. The harvest is the Lord's. So he knows what has to be done 
to harvest the field. The harvest is the Lord's. So he knows what has to be done to harvest the field. And who is to be chosen to do it. Church family, people of God, those of you who say you're Christians, the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ripe. Problem is, many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, few are chosen. We are labors together with God. Will the real labors of God please stand up? I'm asking you, will the real labors of God please stand up? It's time to stand up Amen. and take your rightful place in the kingdom of God. Amen. There are souls. There are souls mm -hmm. that are riding out, dying. Mm. Some want to know, some don't want to know. We can't make anybody. Okay? God didn't make us. But what happened? What would have happened if mm. somebody didn't come to us? Amen. What would have happened to us if somebody didn't reach out to us mm -hmm. and tell us about the goodness of Jesus? What would have happened if we were selfish, mm -hmm. only concerned with ourselves, only concerned with our own households, only concerned with our own matters? What would have happened if somebody didn't take the time to reach out to us, to give us a word, to witness to us? Mm -hmm. What would have happened if we didn't see somebody we knew life change for Christ? What would have happened to us? Where would we be? Where would we be, church? God helped us. Yes. He loved us so much that he sent his one and only son to die for us. That whosoever believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. If God can do that for us, a wretch such as me, if he can do that for me, I'll make it personal. If he can do that for me, who am I that I cannot return that for somebody else? Are you listening? Amen. Church, do you really, let me ask this way. Have you really forgotten what God did for you? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I, and I hope that hits you right where it hits you. Have you really forgotten what God helped you to overcome? I'm not talking about just the stuff you testify to in church when you want to be heard. I'm talking about the thing that only you and God know that he brought you out of. Have you really forgotten? Have you really forgotten? What God really saved you from? All right. Well, there are other people out there that need that too. Amen. There are others that need that too. Take the focus off of yourself and put it on the kingdom of God. Mm. Take the focus off yourself and put it on the word of God. Take the focus off yourself and put it on the needs of others. Mm, Somebody needs to know what you know. Somebody needs to know, most importantly, who you know. Thank you. Are you listening? Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to know what you know. Somebody needs to know who you know. Amen. Jesus Amen. Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus. So that they can come to him and that they may be saved. Praise God. And then that they can go and make other disciples. Mm -hmm. And make other disciples. And make other disciples. And I believe with all my heart. When that word has reached the four corners mm -hmm. of this world. And it has come full circle. I believe that's the day that we're going to look up. As our redemption draws now. We're going to look up. And we're going to see our soon coming king. Riding in. Glory be to God. Coming to claim what is rightfully his. 
I want to be in that number. Amen. How about you? And I, I want to hear him say, well done. What, what, what can he say well done to if you've done nothing? What, what can he say well done to if you've done nothing? For anybody else but yourself. So I want you to think about this. Think about who you've helped this week. Let alone over your lifetime. Think about who you've helped this week. Can you think of anybody who's you've reached out to this week other than yourself? Is there anybody you can think about that you've made a difference in their life that you bear witness to this week? Just this week. Yes. If you can't, it's time to get busy. Jesus. If you can't, it's time to get busy because we are laborers together with God. Amen. 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 Praise God. I pray the word of God bless you on this morning. Heaven smile upon you. Glory be to God. Thank God. I, again, uh, I know the numbers are going down with the COVID, and, and, I, and I'm, I'm glad about that. I, I would say, because if we're in the church, I would say just hug your neighbor. But if you're with your family and you all are vaccinated, just just reach out and shake somebody's hand, hug somebody, blow them an air kiss, whatever, air hug. Just 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 tell somebody, glad to see you this morning. Amen. I love you. Amen. All right. Let's stand to our feet, if you would, and, and let's close. Again, remember... Discipleship class does resume at the 2 o'clock hour. Amen. Bible study is at 7 o'clock on Wednesdays. Amen. Remember, we are laborers together with God. It is amazing how many people are absent from Bible study. It is amazing how many people are absent from Bible study. Amen. Whatever you're finding that's more important than Bible study, I pray you can live with that. Whatever you find is more important than your discipleship, is more important than reading your Bible, more important than you coming to Christ, I pray that you can live with it. I'm not your judge, jury, nor executioner. I am just a servant of the Most High God. As, as Mother liked that song, I'm just somebody trying to tell you, or what the songwriter said, I, I don't totally agree with the song, I like it, but I'm just a nobody because God calls us somebody. Trying to tell everybody about somebody who can change your life. Amen? Amen. All right. Love you all. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. Let's close. Look to the Lord on this morning. Thank you again, Lord. Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And now may the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy Spirit empower and equip you all to thrive to the glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shalom. Go in peace. Amen.